Congress orders a price increase for ISS users. I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Jim Dunstan, General Counsel at Tech Freedom and founder of Mobius Legal Group. Welcome back, Jim. Great, Tanya, great to be back. Remind us uh, what Tech Freedom does again. So Tech Freedom is a Washington DC based think tank. Uh, we tend to be uh, more free market oriented and we fight for technological innovation and the fact that technology uh, can be used uh, for the good of people. NASA just announced it was revising its pricing policy for commercial and marketing activities performed on the International Space Station as a part of a new low earth orbit commercialization strategy. Tell us about that. So yes, um, NASA has operated uh, the National Laboratory on board the International Space Station for a number of years. And Congress uh, over the past decade has funded NASA to essentially subsidize the work and activities of people on board the, the space station in order to encourage uh, the development of new technologies um, in space. So what happened is every year NASA gets an authorization from Congress to spend money to, to support these activities. Um, this year it went to Congress and asked for $150 million. And what Congress responded with was an authorization of $17 million or basically 10% of what NASA asked for. And so that's part of the problem and part of why we have this revised schedule. But there's actually something more in it because one, Congress is now gonna require NASA to give a detailed reports as to the, its, act, its commercialization activities on board the space, space station, what projects it's authorizing, what's the project, and to uh, uh, specify the amount of money that they're actually subsidizing of these people. So that's gonna have a you know, reporting burden on NASA. But then there was language added into the bill, which said that NASA can't use any of its subsidized money uh, to help anybody who's doing anything related to uh, commercial, I'm, I'm sorry, to marketing, entertainment, or advertising. And some people think that's a response to, you've probably heard about, you know, Tom Cruise may go, go film a, a movie in space. You also heard about you know, some other companies, Axiom, who's talking about launching uh, people and and so the feeling is that maybe Congress had a little bit of backlash there and said NASA you got to stay out of this whole marketing entertainment business uh, that's not your gig. What kind of you mentioned one, but what kind of private sector missions, projects, and experiments are likely to be affected? Well, that's the big question, and and that's what nobody knows because unfortunately. When NASA did this, they just basically uh, put out an announcement, put it up on a website, and says, "Here you go. You know, these are the new prices." And and, and the prices, you know, think of it this way: I, you know, I spend my, I spend five years saving up for a family vacation to a certain resort in Florida uh, with a mouse with ears, right? And I've got all that money saved away, and I go to buy my ticket, and all of a sudden I found out that the plane tickets aren't going to cost me two thousand dollars for my family; they're going to cost me ten thousand dollars. And the ticket to get into the theme parks aren't going to be, you know, $300 a day. They're going to be $3,000 a day. And that's what everybody is sort of screaming about is not just that the prices have gone up, but NASA sort of didn't tell anybody. 
sales. And so the people who could be affected are everything from people doing crystal growth experiments, uh, new drug experiments and, and things like that. Now, NASA has responded and said, well, no, things that are purely scientific and things that are research oriented, we still can, can fund those. But the more commercial things, even though they're supposed to be doing commercialization, the more really commercial things, this new price is going to, is going to apply to it. And, and the one, by the way, let me just you know, read you what this is. The, one of the things that you can buy from NASA actually is astronaut time um, you know, to do it. And that is now going to go um, from, um, I'll have to find it here. Uh, but it basically is going, going from about $17,000 an hour, which is already really expensive, to like $300,000 an hour. So a lot of companies, and especially who want to do things outside or it might take a lot of astronaut resources, really may well get priced out of it. Again, NASA says, well, this is only applying to commercial, not research. But boy, where does that, you know, where's the intersection there? And that's where everybody is scratching their head at this point. NASA set the initial pricing to stimulate it, to your point, commercial demand. And it worked, kind of like low Earth orbit lost leader pricing. The new pricing, though, reflects a full reimbursement for the value of NASA resources. So isn't this really a good thing for both the U.S. taxpayer and private sector launch companies? So it's a good thing in the sense that that's where we need to get to. But it's a bad thing to the extent that you're just implementing it, boom, you know, without any sort of, of tail or uh, any sort of, uh, of trying to taper off these subsidies. Um, and yes, they are subsidies, but by the same token, you know, we subsidize a lot of things. I mean, we don't fully reimburse the, the um, interstate uh, highway system every time we drive on it, right? You know, you, drive, you get to drive from point A to point B, and yes, there may be some, some tolls along the way, but generally, you know, we pay for it through our gas taxes and you know and, and other things. But but it's it's subsidized. I mean, there's lots of subsidies in our lives. And and yes, in a, in a truly free open market, we wouldn't have any subsidies at all. But as you say, this is a lost leader. This is a way of sort of developing a nascent you know business. And a lot of great things have been done. Uh, there are companies that would not exist today. You know, uh, made in space and you know, nano racks and, and people like that wouldn't exist without these subsidies. And even they realize the subsidies will go away. It's just the abruptness and it's the lack of communications that bothers people. But there's one other thing and that is you grow this market through these subsidies. Well, you wanna get rid of the subsidies. Well, something has to take their place. Well, what naturally takes their place are things that are related to advertising and marketing and entertainment. I mean, let's face it, you and I would not be talking on this video chat right now over the internet without advertising, marketing, you know, and that type of thing. That's what drives the internet. The internet is basically free because of advertisers. And we hate it. You know, we hate having to put up with pop-up ads and all that stuff. The fact of the matter is it's their, their money that generates it. And to say to people, well, okay, in space, we're not gonna allow the ugly advertisers and the ugly marketers into it. Well, where are those businesses gonna go to get the money they need 
when these subsidies go away. It's literally like you're chopping people off of their knees and cutting their head off at the same time. And, I, and unfortunately, I think we're gonna set back commercialization in space an awful lot unless we can figure out a way to transition, but also recognize that you know, the advertising dollar and the marketing dollar has value because there are people willing to pay for eyeballs and that's worth something. And let's use that as an engine you know, for a space economy. So it sounds like it's time to email our representatives, right? I think it is. And unfortunately, you know, appropriations, as the old saying goes, you know, sausage and, and lawmaking are about the same. They're really ugly when you look at the, you know, how, how you make them. I mean, that's what's happened here is as far as we can tell, and I, I've talked to a lot of insiders on this, and we're trying to figure out where this language came from. And frankly, we can't actually find who inserted this language and where in the process it got inserted. It suddenly just sprouted out of this appropriations bill at the very end. And now we're just gonna say, well, you know, we can't even, we couldn't have even stopped it because we didn't even see it coming. Jim Dunstan, general counsel at Tech Freedom and founder of the Mobius Legal Group. If somebody wants to connect with you, Jim, how can, how can they do that? Sure, the best way is probably to email me at jdunstan, J-D-U-N-S-T-A-N, at techfreedom, T-E-C-H-F-R-E-E-D-O-M, one word, dot org, and that's dot org, not dot com. Thanks again for joining us, Jim. Thank you very much. And find and subscribe to more of my interviews right here, Stitcher, iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, and tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching. Thank you.